So okay. I definitely wasn't the first person to take a shit yeah. on that bidet. <laughs> so I'm sitting on it, and there's a remote control on the right-hand side of the stall. Mm-hmm. And I hit it, turn it on, and it just starts blasting this beautiful warm water <laughs> all over my taint. <laughs> it's not even hitting my asshole. It's just like pulsating, <laughs> shooting all this hot. And you came. <laughs> no, but dude, I totally got a boner. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 288 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, we have a great time, and we're back after a repeat classic show. Yeah. Which I listen to, you know? I normally don't sample my own supply. (laughs) I edit the show. Smart. Well, I don't want to get too addicted to the show, Eddie. I edit the show, a.k.a. briefly listen and try to find the opening joke Mm -hmm. and cross my fingers and pray that we said at least one thing funny enough (laughs) to intro the show with. And then I upload it and then I I turn away from it. Okay. Which I always hate when an actor says something like, oh, oh, I never watch my (laughs) my own work, which is insanely arrogant. Yeah, but I feel like also, like, you know, it's weird. Like, it's weird hearing your own voice. It's got to be weird Kinda. to watch yourself pretend to be someone else. Not when it's your job. That's true, yeah. And so I was driving around Los Angeles in a car, and I hooked my phone up, and I said, let me listen to it, because I also didn't listen to the throwback episode before I posted it. Okay. And I listened to it, and it really is a funny one. Yeah. It's like two years old, and if you saw it was a repeat, and either said, ooh, gross, or, oh, I've heard that one, listen to it again. Yeah. It's it's worth your time, and it really gave me a chuckle. And there's some stuff in it about guns, which is pretty <laughs> funny, um, which still rings true today. But yeah, give it a go if you didn't uh, listen. I have a, a an idea for a new podcast for us. Great. Where we just review our old podcasts. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I think because it'd be easy because we already talked about that shit. Right. But then it'd also be fun because bringing sure. up these fun subjects that we like. Well, I think the cool thing about our show is how easy it is to get people to listen to the normal premise. <laughs> so why not go up our own ass, get even more dense yeah. and try. I actually got a little excited. I thought you were going to have a, <laughs> that we're going to workshop a new idea gotcha. for Sorry, the show. Man. Sorry to disappoint. You know, when you go on your sabbatical after you had to have your third kid, had to have I'm a sorry, baby. Uh, and, you know, I was going to have maybe guest hosts on the show. Maybe we just press pause and you and I just workshop a new show. Yeah. And we come back and it has a new name and you oh, know, a new name too. Huh? Maybe I'm not even on it anymore. <laughs> maybe it's the Eddie and your wife. Show. Or maybe it's not even us. We just recommend a podcast to listen to. Right. Yeah. Can I just change the name of our show to like the Joe Rogan podcast? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and people see it in their feed and think, wow, yeah. there it is. I mean, is could you do that? Like, could I just change the name to our podcast to, you know, big penises bursting through the sky? And then all of a sudden on your on your iPod, your iPod, your phone, your catcher, <laughs> your whatever, it would say big penises on it. New artwork? Maybe. I mean, that's not too lewd. iTunes has to... No, iTunes, yeah. I don't know. They don't Is have it, to approve? 
if it's going to be in the iTunes store, you know, our show is found on Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, you name it, it's on there. And iTunes being another one. Yeah. Okay. Fine, Eddie. Who knows what's going to (laughs) happen? But yeah, we didn't do a show last week because I was out of town. Mm -hmm. I was legitimately out of town for an entire week. Had a great time. Nice. And I was in San Francisco first. Mm -hmm. And I told, I think, last week's show or a couple weeks ago that I was going to be in San Francisco. And guess who sent me an email? That he was going to be in San Francisco, too. Who was that, Dan? Our friend Paul from Roanoke. What the fuck? Right. So one of the personalities on the show, great fan, great listener, super interactive, sent me an email and said, hey, I'm going to be in San Francisco. What are some cool things to do? And I Mm -hmm. said, you know what's the coolest thing to do in San Francisco? Motherfucker, I'm going to be there. (laughs) I will be there this week. And I sort of just put it out to him a little bit. Because to be honest with you, I would be more than happy to meet anyone that listens to the show. Yeah. Don't come to my house. (laughs) But if we're in the same place or we're around, God, if I was ever recognized, (laughs) we're at like the downtown SAC uh, grocery store. Mm -hmm. Anyways... My point being, yes, always would be happy to meet someone. So I put I put it out there to Paul. I said, yo, man, I'm going to be in town. Here's the hotel I'm staying at. Here's my room key. Here's my room key and a blindfold. Let's fuck, bro. Well, I know. Well, he was there with his wife, so maybe hey, maybe some, I'd get to bang Paul's cuckolding. wife, you know? Some cuckolding going on. How cool would that be? <laughs> like, I'm sure there are plenty of men who would let, you know, Chris Pratt cuckold them. <laughs> He's so religious, so that guy would never do anything naughty like that and he's probably so protective of his brand i bet he had to sit down from someone like i don't know the rock it was like yo dude listen (laughs) or even like any of these marvel guys like imagine yeah if chris rock or i don't know who's another chris pine or who's captain america chris evans they're all named chris (laughs) chris rock is not in the movies (laughs) no (laughs) no did i say chris rock yeah (laughs) oh who did i mean chris pratt Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, Chris Pine. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. They're all... Chris Pine is not in. He's in uh, Star Trek. Oh, you're right. But yeah. he's the same guy. I mean, they're, they're all, all the these same just dudes. Yeah. devilishly handsome white, white dudes. dudes. <laughs> named Chris. Named Chris. And I bet you, though, like, what if Chris Pratt seriously got caught up in drugs or Me Too? Mm-hmm. They couldn't make Guardians of the Galaxy anymore. Yeah, And that true. would... I mean, I guess they could cut him out like they cut out Kevin Spacey. But I, ooh. I mean, he's already Star Lord, dude. He's already put his stamp on that shit. Right. You could never put someone else in, and you couldn't just remove him from the story. Yeah. So anyhow, those guys probably have an insurance policy. Um, what was the point of this? Sitting, meeting me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I probably let Chris Pratt fuck my wife, and she'd probably <laughs> yeah. love to. But he's like, you know, he's a super holy roller. Yeah. And it's I hate to say this, but seeing how religious he is, I was shocked. Yeah. I don't know why. I just assumed because, I don't know, he's left-leaning liberal celebrity. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. Paul from Roanoke. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I'm staying at this hotel. Maybe we can grab a drink or a beer. Yeah. You know? I And he said, I'm going to leave a present for you at the lobby. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, I'll bring you some business cards. And I'll leave them in an envelope. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think he wanted to meet. Like, I put it out there, and then his next move was shutting me down <laughs> and saying, actually, let's not meet. Let's just exchange presents. 
So were you just a little too eager and you scared him off? And he's Maybe. like, hey, does this guy really want to fuck me right now? I don't know. I think I, I spooked Paul oh, man. a little bit. And so I... Did you eat an apple in front of him in a steam room? No, no, no. Okay. Which I reached out to that guy, Adam <laughs> Pally, and he said on Instagram to me like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm totally... A, uh, sorry if I was a dick that day. I'd love to listen to your show. I'll get back to you. And he never got back to me. <laughs> so now it's like it's there's this thing in corporate America called, I think, the, the one strike or the ask once rule. Mm -hmm. And it's about dating where people date people they work with. Mm -hmm. You know, I think this the, the Me Too and the sexual harassment movement, it's not as if it's going to completely eliminate workplace romances. Yeah. And it shouldn't. Plenty, thousands and millions of people have had great relationships, loving marriages from meeting people at oh, work. Oh, yeah. It's part of the deal. Mm -hmm. But a lot of HR departments I've read have this thing called ask once. And if you ask someone out on a date once and they say no, you never ask them again. <laughs> After that then it can be construed as harassment. Yeah. Like I, some of my dumbass friends, guy friends are like, oh man, like what? I can't even tell a girl at work she's pretty. And first of all, I want to say, dude, you've never told any girl at work she's pretty because <laughs> you ain't got no game and you're not charismatic. So don't act like all of a sudden you were some Casanova. <laughs> it would be weird if you did tell a girl they're pretty because you're creepy as fuck. Yeah, exactly. But of course you can still tell anybody. I mean, I, sometimes I'll see a dude who I'm friends with and I'll be like, yo, man, that's a great haircut. Or mm -hmm. these are great shoes. Yeah, you're very complimentary, man. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I like to tell people they look nice. When I see a woman that has a new haircut, I love to tell her she has a great haircut. True salesman. <laughs> I'm a salesman, Eddie. I guess I am. And so my point is, Paul didn't want to fuck. <laughs> so I, like any person, I stalked the lobby and waited for him. And every person that walked in... Like holding a newspaper up? <laughs> like a, like a uh, newspaper. I thought you were going to say like a limo driver oh, okay, where I yeah. stood in the lobby. with. So I also told Paul, look, I'll bring you some business cards mm -hmm. that I've made for the show. I'll leave them at the, the front desk for you too. So I go to the front desk and I say, hi, I'm expecting a friend of mine and he's from out of town and I have to go to work. He, we can't meet each other. Can I leave him an envelope? <laughs> And she said, sure. What's his name? And I said, Paul F. Roanoke. <laughs> and she said, great. You can write his name on this envelope, put it in there, mm -hmm. and we'll give it to him. So I wrote on it, Paul F. Roanoke, no pubes. I know there's, there, we have a bit of a blood contract. Yeah. You know, Stan Lee, did you hear about that? I did, yeah. You know, somebody tricked him, stole his blood. Yeah. I mean, he is getting like elder abuse or something. That's like, so, yeah. He needs some help. Yeah, Google Stan Lee. Elder abuse, blood pen, mm. if you want to get your mind blown. Anyways, no pubes for me. Put it in there, left it. And then later that day when I came back, because I thought, what did Paul give us? Mm -hmm. I didn't have a clue what it was. And it was some lovely merchandise yeah. from his local brewery, The Schutz. Yeah, really nice. I'm wearing it right now. Looks great. Looks great. Feels great. A handwritten letter. It's right here. Class act, you know, man. Just like on The Walking Dead right now. <laughs> How Carl... Wrote a note to his dad. Dear Dan. Dear Dan. So can I read this? Please do. I'll read it. Dan. And eventually Eddie. And his handwriting is total dude handwriting, it looks like. Oh, yeah. But I can still read it. Enjoy. However you see fit these Roanoke-related shirts, proper for donation, swaddling, burning, or maybe even wearing. This hotel is like what I envision a fancy nightclub would be. I don't get out much. Sincerely, Paul from Roanoke. I was staying at the Clift, 
which okay. anyone from San Francisco would know, it's not a cool hotel at all. Mm-hmm. It was, I think, at one point, and now it's mostly just prostitutes and like businessmen. <laughs> That's why he stays there. Love the prostitutes. <laughs> I think I told the story once in the show that some girl was there once throwing mad vibe my way. Oh, yeah, you did. And then yeah. my boy was like, dude, that's a fucking, that's a prostitute. It's yeah. a hooker. <laughs> and I blew my mind. I was so hurt. My hands were so hurt. Um, but anyways, it's like um, dark, dark wood. Mm-hmm. I mean, any hotel in a, in, a, in a busy city at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday is going to be all prostitutes and business people anyways. Yeah. Normal fun people don't go to hotel bars and do that. That'd be a great place to pick up chicks as a dude. You think so? Prostitutes. Not, okay, no, no, no. But I mean, like you could go in there with a story. Mm-hmm. Like there's got to be other women. Of course, there are business traveling women in those bars. And they probably want, they're looking for some flings and some fun too. That's true. You could be a local and you could even go in there and be like, yo, I'm Johnny Local. I'll take you to the cool place. <laughs> you know, you see, get girl. She wants an adventure too. Yeah. She wants a story to go home and tell Karen in accounting <laughs> that she met some dude in the bar at Clift and he took her up to her hotel room and fucked her from behind <laughs> real hard. And maybe he choked her or something that she normally doesn't do. Yeah, like, but she was into it. But she was kind of into it. Yeah. Oh my God, did you see? Like, I had to give the big Hinkley presentation <laughs> and I had these like finger marks all over my neck. And Mr. Cragmire was like, oh my God, Karen, are you okay? Like, did she would, this is great. She's, yeah, she's getting wet just retelling the story. <laughs> I know, she's so wet right now. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the kind of thing that can happen at that place. That's what they call it the water cooler. <laughs> she's water cooler talk for a gal. Pussy water cooler got wet. All right. So, Paul. He gave us shirts. He wrote this great note at the cliff. Good guy. Had a great time. Yeah. So thanks a lot. Uh, thank you so much, Paul. Yeah. The other thing about San Francisco is, I mean, and listen, if you're not from Northern California or Southern California or never been to San Francisco, just like I've never been to Baltimore or New Orleans or anything like that, it's very hard to understand, but it's a city. Yeah. And it's a beautiful city. It's a lovely city, but right now the homeless population, Eddie, is not like anything I've ever seen in my life. Oh, really? I've been going to San Francisco, I guess, you know, once a month for the past eight years Mm -hmm. or something. And there is so much wealth. Yeah. So much Facebook money and Twitter money and Dropbox money and Lyft and Uber and so many people. I talked about how buying a house is disgusting. Yeah. And people are putting like $800,000 down on a house that's ridiculous it's ridiculous and so there's so much money but the city is treating its homeless population awful yeah terribly not not you know not um taking care of them and look if you're homeless where are you gonna want to live <laughs> not in new york where you'll die <laughs> on the streets or in chicago or georgia you want to live in california yeah land of golden honey and dreams <laughs> so you come out here and I, I think for a long time, San Francisco in particular did take care of its homeless population. But these people are not people. There's people doing drugs on the side of the street, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Needles hanging out of their arm. Like so they, they weren't even hiding it. <laughs> I didn't see any cops. I didn't see anybody doing anything. These people are so mentally destroyed. They're walking around the city like grunting and shuffling. Mm-hmm. Like I joked about on Dead and Sideshow podcast this week, like zombies. They yeah. were seriously like The Walking Dead. One of them got so close to me and like snorted in my ear. I almost like I went into fight mode. Like I almost like punched a woman <laughs> in the face. It's disgusting. <laughs> so I'm really sorry. There's not a point to this story. I wasn't going to talk about this, mm-hmm. but it just made me sad because San Francisco is such a beautiful jewel of a city. 
and it's it's seemingly falling apart. I mean, I can't imagine there being more homeless people than I'm used to seeing there because there's always a ton of homeless people. It's just so many. It's like the Mecca for, like like you were saying, because it's, I mean, fairly yeah. temperate weather, so you don't have to worry about freezing to death. Tents. There's just tents on the street now. Yeah. I feel like they used to kind of put those away in the piss. Piss. <laughs> oh, my Eddie. God. Yeah. Homeless piss. <laughs> you know, people who are homeless, brace yourself, aren't very hydrated. You know, their diets aren't the fantastic best there are. Mm-hmm. So their pee is probably like burns their dick so bad. When it's coming out, it's just like acid and you smell it. They're not like walking into a bathroom. I don't know. It really made me sad. And here's the thing too. Like there's lots of conventions in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so people are going to come to San Francisco from all over the world, AKA Roanoke, AKA Paul. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to go home and say, Oh my God, don't go to San Francisco. <laughs> like it's not good for California tourism. You get our shit together. Yeah. All right. Um, it made me, made me upset. So then I got an airplane. I flew down to Los Angeles <laughs> Okay. okay, and things really started to turn up here. You know, Los Angeles is, is beautiful. The weather was amazing. I went and saw a, a, a girlfriend of mine from like elementary school. Oh, She's okay. got some baller job at a tech company now. It was really cool to see her. And the one thing, so I did go to a bunch of tech companies okay. uh, over the break in San Francisco and in LA. And it's exactly like you see on TV. Free food everywhere. It's like workshops and bullshit. It's insane. Yeah. So these people take such good care of their employees. But again, they can't figure out how to kick a dollar down to homeless people. <laughs> um, but anyways, I, this one place I went to, I went into the bathroom. And in the bathroom was a bidet. Okay. At a business? In the stall. Okay. At one of these fancy companies. So, and I had to take a shit. Because this was like day four of me hitting the road hard. Mm-hmm. Talk about sales, man. Your boy was dog and pony. Put a little fez on me and slapped my ass. I was running around, you know, spreading the gospel hard. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that also pertains to drinking and bad eating. So by Thursday, I was basically taking a poop every 45 minutes. <laughs> just my body was just saying no, no, no. And just pushing it all out. And so I went to this bathroom, normal stall, normal mm-hmm. bathroom sat down and it was like an aftermarket seat you know okay. it wasn't like the big days that you're imagining where you're squatting over it because <laughs> that would be weird to be in like a business and they have one of those bidets yeah it was the seat that you can buy yourself which i highly recommend okay and you know you plug it in it's easy to do and i'm sitting there and i thought to myself well <laughs> don't mind if i do because why wouldn't i yeah I mean, it is a public bathroom. Is that gross? Is that weird to use the public bidet? How early did you get there? Like, <laughs> just like, you know what? Before we have no, this meeting. It was after lunch. Okay. It was a lunch meeting, so it was probably 2 p.m. Gotcha. So okay. I definitely wasn't the first person to take a shit yeah. on that bidet. So I'm sitting on it, and there's a remote control on the right-hand side of the stall. Mm-hmm. And I hit it, turn it on, and it just starts blasting this beautiful warm water <laughs> All over my taint. <laughs> it's not even hitting my asshole. It's just like pulsating, <laughs> shooting all this hot. And you came. No, but dude, I totally got a boner. <laughs> I was 100% hand to God. Like I was sitting here. The water was, it was just like a, like a lovely massage on my sensitive man Dan taint. And I totally got a boner. I'd never had a boner before in a public toilet. <laughs> Which was, you know, its own uh, problems. Yeah. I definitely didn't want to rub my dick mouth on that toilet. 
And then it was fine. And then my ass was so wet, you know, because it wasn't just like my asshole. Then I had to move. So finally my, dude, my whole crack is just soaking <laughs> wet in this public bathroom. And I wiped it with toilet paper and I really didn't feel any cleaner. No. No, because it was a, well, not to get too gross. It wasn't like a super messy, nasty poop or anything. <laughs> Maybe I would have changed my mind and been happier if it was. It was, wasn't. Maybe if it air dried you too, it would feel a little more. Maybe. Maybe there is a version of that. But after I had my boner and I had to then <laughs> soaking wet asshole, I had to move on to my next meeting. Nice. So can't recommend it enough though. I definitely would get a bidet up in my house, um, <laughs> but I'm afraid my kids would play with it and break it and. Oh yeah, you know. definitely. Like I, I feel like you'd have to get one of those hotel style ones, right? Otherwise, because the aftermarket's it's like a wand that comes out or something, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. and it comes okay. out because it can't just be sitting there. You'd shit all over the <laughs> wand the entire time. It has moving parts, yeah, and it warms the water too. So that was a lot of fun. Cool, a lot of good times. Uh, the other thing that I did over um, the break, I shall say. For Easter is I went camping, mm-hmm. which is always great. And now for this camping trip, I talk about camping a lot on the show. This one, it's over Easter. So no one's camping over Easter. Yeah. Except, and not even the Jews. First of all, Jews don't camp. <laughs> Second of all, it was Passover that weekend. So if all of a sudden there was a Jew that does camp, they're staying home. Yeah. It's Easter Sunday. Every Christian's at church. So when I go, it's, it's my family tradition here. Love to camp over Easter. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we hide Easter eggs in the trailer. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. But when we go to these campsites, because we're the only people there, it's creepy. Oh, I'm sure. It's totally creepy. Yeah. And I thought about you. Not that I would ever ask you to borrow your, your handgun. <laughs> but I thought, man, like this is, there could be some shit out here. Like a bear. Yeah. Or like some vagabond who just happens upon my family and wants to, you know, stick a, a put my kids on a stick and and roast them and eat them like there could be a psychopath mm-hmm. out here and i've never in my own home i always feel safe in my neighborhood i feel safe even in san francisco which with these scary weird people i felt relatively safe yeah but i got freaked out camping and i thought <laughs> to myself like man i wish i had a gun out here i mean it, it's it's definitely like a, a security blanket mm-hmm. i remember i went camping last summer i think um, with like my parents and my sister and stuff. And I brought my gun mm. and just, you know, I remember when you did that. Yeah. And, and I was, I told my dad, I was like, yeah, I, I brought my gun just, you know, if anything, he's like, Oh, I did. I brought mine too. I was, like, oh, shit. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> yeah, let's have a shootout then, dad. Well, that's the other thing too. And I was actually kind of worried about is it'd be fun mm-hmm. to shoot your gun. People would hear it though. And maybe oh, come yeah. finding the gun. Yeah. It's probably illegal. And what if on accident you shot yeah. like a kid at another campsite? But yeah, if you're at a legit like camping grounds, mm-hmm. definitely don't shoot a gun. <laughs> no. Like regardless of where you are on those campgrounds. No. But if you're like out in like the wilderness. Right. Um, I mean, there's definitely certain areas where you're allowed to, you know, mm-hmm. pop off a couple rounds. And even then, if it's a dense forest, I'd probably still yeah. not just shoot into the trees no. <laughs> or no. something. The other thing I thought of, too, is if I'm camping and I get rip shit drunk, what, do I really need to be running around with a gun? <laughs> And if I do hear someone in the bushes and I shoot them and it turns out it's my kid taking a piss or yeah. something, not that I would ever get that wasted <laughs> alone, um, but this is a comedy show, so I'm trying to make it funny, okay? Yeah. So the other thing, too, is, yeah, if you and I are out there with our guns, we'd be sitting there like, dude, let's, like, 
like let's have a twirling contest or <laughs> you know we'll set up shit and we'll shoot at it no. uh, that'd be a lot of fun or my kids like would i have to wear it holstered no i mean time? i didn't tell like i only told my dad that i brought it where'd you leave in your car or something uh, in yeah in my car and i have uh like a like a safe okay it's like a combination safe that mm-hmm. you have a there's a there's a like a metal cable that you can like attach mm-hmm. to some oh, anchor points so I see. Be taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't tell anybody I had it. You should have kept it tucked into your front band of your, <laughs> just, you know, sweatpants you wore all weekend. Just, yeah, just safety off. G stuff. <laughs> just safety off. And every time you get into an argument with like your brother-in-law or mm-hmm. your dad, you just be like, safety off. Or just I so can, he knows that you're ready to rip it out. I can do like Homer Simpson did and just use it to do everything. Like open my beer, just yes. shoot it, turn off the lights. Right. Just let everyone know <laughs> Eddie's here. He has a gun. Yes. Don't fuck with him. Uh, yeah. So next time I go camping, I'll, I'll definitely hit you up. Oh, yeah. You let me borrow that machete once. Yeah. That was pretty dope. <laughs> Our Schrader. The, the Schrade blade. The Schrade blade. We yeah. got a free Schrade blade. Man, we need to do that more. I hit him up again, dude, to try to get another one. And it's a different CEO now. So oh. he like, didn't even give me the time of day. You know what? I'm going to boycott them. We should. You know, people are boycotting the advertisers of shows right now. <laughs> you know, about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Boycott Shrey. <laughs> because, you know, I don't know. Fuck them. Just because they won't give us free shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So fuck those yeah. guys. Forget those idiots. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. And and yeah, t- oh, we hung out this weekend. We went for my wife. We celebrated her birthday. Yeah, that was fun. That was super fun. We went and did our favorite thing, karaoke. Yeah. And it was weird. It was definitely weird. Yeah. But I liked that place just because it was so weird. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny to see so many like legit senior citizens. Yes. And their weird karaoke foreplay because they all yes. wanted to fuck, man. They sure did. It was crazy. Yeah, they were. Everyone in there was over sixty. Yeah, tons of cowboy hats. The entire place had a super country tilt to it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've joked in the show at length. I love to sing "Kiss from a Rose." Mm-hmm. I should have sang a country song. <laughs> like you did a good song. You did um, Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, that was great, and it went over super well. But it was fun. I mean, karaoke is scary. Yeah, and it's so funny. All these tough ass bros. That we hang out with. You get him in a karaoke bar and you're like, oh, God, no, no. Yeah. No, exactly. no, I can never sing. It's like you and I have great voices. No. It's just fun. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's yeah, fun to put yourself out there and really just is. be silly. It, it's, it's super, super is. Um, one thing, too, I was, it was so loud in there. I was talking to a guy, and I think I freaked him out because he's a friend of ours. He was there with us, and he was dipping. Oh, okay. And at one point, I was like, man, your dip smells great. Like I'm, I'm talking to you and I'm smelling it. There goes the compliments. Again. Know, right? It's true. I was like, it just smells so good. And I mean, I want some. And, you know, he's like, no, you can't have any. Like, he's like, if you have, if you have some dip right now, you will die. You yeah. will, you've had like 80 drinks. And if you chew right now, uh, and he's right, I probably, I probably would have swallowed the whole thing and <laughs> puked on some cowboy. There was a guy there. Like, you know, when you put your name in for karaoke, you say, Eddie. Mm-hmm. I say, Dan, this guy's name was Cowboy. <laughs> fucking Cowboy, man. And he got up there with his crazy handlebar mustache, yeah. his skin-tight, like, rhinestone Wrangler jeans and, and shirt and a cowboy hat, of course. And he sang some Leonard Skinner song and was just selling it so yeah. hard. It was like watching a performance. Yeah. Dude, there were so many regulars there who yeah. were like... 
like, oh yeah, that's John. He always sings this. It's like, what? Fucking John. How often do you come here? Every week. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, imagine you're 60, 65, 70. I mean, there was a woman there. Remember that woman in that black lace shirt <laughs> with a body underneath of like a 20-year-old? It was weird. Like she, her fucking body was banging. <laughs> okay, this woman had to have been 70. At least. I mean, that's what her face looked her like. Her face looked 70. <laughs> and But then you look down and she had on this completely sheer black um, shirt blouse skin tight and then there was like roses on the titties mm -hmm. but you could see between her boobs which is maybe my favorite part <laughs> like the, the space between the breasts mm -hmm. is so hot and her stomach was flat as hell it's yeah it I was a know. total double take that's the, the her stomach was from all the years of coughing from smoking maybe it gave her a tight core it was so tight <laughs> that's a great workout the smoking coughing <laughs> workout but there were so many weird people like that it was fun to see these regulars so moral of the story is go to a karaoke bar mm -hmm. they were at you know what they were inviting of us because we were there to have fun but it definitely was standoffish at first and yeah we got in there and i could tell people were looking at us like who are these motherfuckers yeah but what do you want from us? Because we were, I mean, we were easily the youngest people in that fucking bar. And at 37, I've never been the youngest <laughs> person anywhere. Yeah. It felt good. And then the fucking bartender looked like he was 12. He really did. I was, and he looked like he was on a Nickelodeon show I've seen. Maybe Pete and Pete. He looked like <laughs> he one looked of the Pete's. One of the Pete's. He might <laughs> Pete have been. Damn. Yeah. That's hard times for old Pete if he fell down there. Yeah. You know what Pete should do to make some money? He should go work for our friends at bzrkaudio.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you know Pete's got a great sound system Definitely, in his house. Dude. He's got to have some Pete and Pete money. <laughs> I mean, is he set like, maybe he gets, what, like $200 in residuals a, a, a year for Pete and Pete? Do they still show it? I have no idea. <laughs> There's like 10 people even getting this joke. It was a show on Nickelodeon. <laughs> two redheads. Two redhead brothers. Yeah, Pete and Pete. And Arnie. Arnie yeah. was in that show. But yeah, if they have to get great speakers in their house or their car, BZRK. BZRK. That was a terrible segue. Twitters. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, BZRK. But you know what to do um, if you want something. Uh, we got a review. Oh, awesome. This is a podcast. Mm -hmm. And like any form of media, there are ways to review it. In iTunes, I thought this was a great review and I, I wanted to read it. And this is from the uk itunes store okay you know because we are global eddie and it's from a guy named michael and the subject is a fantastic listen i've been listening to this podcast for over two years every episode is hilarious and the two cobros have great chemistry it's a window into the lives of these guys and it's well worth looking into nice i thought that last line was pretty great thanks so, michael thanks michael and yeah if anyone else wants to leave us a review certainly do um, we also, oh, you know what? We got a great voicemail uh, from listener Jerry with a question about something from last week. I want to clarify this. Okay. So I'm going to play this voicemail from Jerry here and we'll talk about it. Hey, Dan and Eddie, it's Jerry. So Dan, you talked about on the show last week, your potential opportunity that presented itself um, to sleep with another woman. And, you know, you didn't really give us any detail or expand on that. And, you know, I kind of get it. That's kind of a weird, sensitive subject. However, what I'm wondering is um, how many times men think deep down that they really had an opportunity to sleep with a woman, but really they had zero chance. You know, like I see this type of thing with my guy friends and my girlfriends all the time. Um, you know, like maybe she was 
there is this woman and she kept looking your way and then you know she noticed you were low on water so she poured you some and you know she's giving you these mixed signals and in your mind you're like damn like she obviously wants me but in all reality she is only noticing that you have really dry lips and that you seem very parched and so she pours you water so that way you're getting the hint like dear god like hydrate yourself you know what i mean it's just can you expand on the story and the you know, in any sort of way, so we can kind of get, get a glimpse into what <laughs> what you were experiencing. Um, anyways, that's just kind of a thought I was having. All right, guys, take care. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. And all right, so let me set the record straight. <laughs> I did mention this on a few weeks ago, a show that I was out somewhere and a woman made it very clear that mm-hmm. she was interested in me. And this is a real person. She yeah. may listen to the show even, and I didn't want to go too much into it because I wanted to respect her privacy, <laughs> I guess. Gentlemen. But I'm trying to be, <laughs> and and this isn't something that I I told my wife and we you know had a flattered chuckle about it. Like this isn't a, a secret <laughs> in my in my house or anything. Um, but I will say this: I can say one hundred percent that she when a woman says to me like. I want to fuck you. Like legitimately, that's what she said. I don't think she was being facetious <laughs> or exaggerating or like, you know, where's your room? Like it was very, I was not being thirsty. Yeah. I wasn't like, and, I, and she's right. Like guys probably misconstrue symbols. She was being thirsty. She was being a hell of thirsty. <laughs> and I'm sure guys especially, because guys are so fucking dumb. Yeah. That we misconstrue these things all the time. Which is probably why being a woman, like, and I said this to Jerry too. I was like, "Look, like you're a, a, a pretty nice woman. I'm sure you probably oftentimes have to not be nice to a guy, yeah, because you don't want him to think like this is terrible. This is something that men never have to worry about." Yeah, I would say though, for me, I am like the opposite. Like where I, I need to have my penis forcefully inserted by the woman into her vagina before I'm like, oh, she wants to have sex with me. Wait, we're that like, dumb. I don't, I don't see any signs. I know. Ever. I was that bad too. Yeah. For a long time. Like you have to say, right. Put your penis inside of my vagina. And then you're like, oh, you like me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Oh, maybe we can, we can talk later or something. Right. Yeah. I, I was the same exact way too. So this is, that's essentially what she was saying. Mm-hmm. So there was no misconstruing it. I was not being uh, a weirdo. And, and I did want to bring that up because I did get another couple emails, people wanting more details. There's not a lot there, but, but I I was definitely, definitely right. We do get a lot of emails. Mm -hmm. Uh, we get a lot of questions on the show, which I want to get to, but Eddie, listen, we got another sponsor of the show. Oh shit. Don't fast forward this people. Okay. (laughs) I I have to read this. So we are on a a platform called advertise cast Mm -hmm. and people can just reach out to us and say, yo, I want you to do. Talk about something. Mm-hmm. There are other shows on there. And I recommend uh, almost for a laugh, if you have something that you want to kind of give someone 10 bucks for, mm-hmm. and they'll talk about your wiener or your <laughs> Twitter account or whatever you have that's cool, do that. Someone reached out to us, and I just want to read this script. Okay. <laughs> okay? Because they said I, I didn't, they didn't say I had to. They said I could do my own thing. Mm-hmm. But this is just too good. I'm going to read this. Okay? Okay. Going to Las Vegas is always a blast, and I personally love playing blackjack or roulette. Sometimes I win big, sometimes not so much, but I usually have a good time, except for the travel back and forth, which is always a nightmare. 
Trips to Vegas aren't easy. The rude cab drivers, the delayed flights, the screaming children running into your legs. But ever since I found MYB Casino, I don't worry about that stuff anymore because I'm betting from the comfort of my own home. No more wasted time and money. That's why I always tell people go to mybcasino.ag. That's M as in money, Y as in yes, and B as in bravo. They have huge, but okay, listen. I don't know if I'd read this whole fucking thing. Uh, the core talking points. Oh, I have an offer code. Okay. This is real, man. <laughs> Even though the name of the website is so bad, mybcasino.ag. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I want to be... Listen, these people, I don't know. They they can get a refund because I'm talking shit about your, your, <laughs> your ad. Or kick me off the platform. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, dude, your name of your website is terrible. Yes. No one in their right mind is going to give money or a credit card to mybcasino.ag. <laughs> like, here in America, we are so terrified of data fraud, credit card scams, that even you couldn't get a .com. Mm-hmm. Mybcasino.com even sounds better. What's MYB? What does that even mean? <laughs> money, yes, bravo. <laughs> money, yes, bravo. <laughs> Is what this means. Like, that makes it sound like even more of a it does. not legit website. Right. Isn't it scary? And so I went to this website. I'm looking at it with you right now. mybcasino.ag. <laughs> and also, anything that's like myblankword.com mm-hmm. is a relic of 10 years ago on the internet. You know, mypepsi.com, mylamp.com, myhat.com. Myspace. Myspace. Like, it's all just like, come on. So that's another dumb thing that you guys are doing. And I go to your website, mybcasino.ag, and it just, like some of these games, one of these games is called The Slot Father, <laughs> which sounds so much like a porno, but it's it's slots. You play Slot Father on, <laughs> on <laughs> Money Yes Bravo Casino. Right, exactly. Like Chechen Assassins <laughs> playing on My B Casino. Very good, Black Jacks. One of these is called... Um, Mr. Vegas and the picture. It's just people. Why why does Mr. Vegas look like uh, Bill Nye? (laughs) He does look like (laughs) Bill Nye. And then the best part is you click on one of these. All of a sudden it opens up a new web page and listen to this URL. Okay. (laughs) This URL for this game is casinolobby.jetu.cr. Dude, what the fuck is CR? Is that Croatia? It's probably Croatia. <laughs> and I get it because gambling is probably legal there. But still, it just feels so weird. So get on off, that offer code. Offer code, save it. So if you want to get in on the action, go to mybcasino.ag now and sign up with them using promo code save it. You play, you win, you get paid. Again, that's M as in money, Y as in yes, and B as in bravo. <laughs> So check them out. Mybcasino.ag. Dot .ag. Okay. Maybe that's the idea for our new podcast where people give us advertising <laughs> money and we just shit on them. And then people are just so curious. They're like, you know what? I guess I'll check it out yeah. now. Because let me tell you a story. If I had just read this dumbass copy, nobody would have given a fuck about going to this website. Mm-hmm. And now you know what? Maybe 15 people will. But you know what? Not one of them is going <laughs> to... No one is going to sign up. Hey, so. if you do sign up and you get like a virus or something, we are not responsible for any of that. Oh, oh, they take Bitcoin. Oh, there you go. You're right. We are, we're not responsible for any Phone viruses. Phone transfer? 
You can phone transfer money on their site. Bitcoin, you know who's going to be all over this? Bitcoin, Mike Bodge. He's the Bitcoin <laughs> master okay. right now, and he'll be all over this. So, yeah, my B Casino seems like a good way you could launder some money, maybe. <laughs> maybe. You know, with your fake Bitcoins and push them through there. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so questions. Questions. Eddie, let's now that we burn that to the ground, let's do some questions and, and we'll get out of here. Cool. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We love questions on Save for the Show, and we really urge you to send us in any advice you need. If you have a real treat, if you're curious if something's weird, saveforthe slash contact on Twitter at sift show or just save for the show at gmail.com. And if you want to send us a voicemail, that's the best way to do it. Here's a couple questions, Eddie. This one starts off I'm Richard from the Dominican Republic, a small island from the Caribbean. I found your podcast scrolling through Spotify. I was fucking bored and I saw the title and I found it interesting. It's so hilarious, funny, and interesting. I listen to it at work with my headphones, and my supervisor always tells me, Hey, Richard, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm filing a complaint with HR. You guys are awesome. Your content's amazing, and I started to listen to all your episodes. Keep it up, my dudes. Shout out to you guys. And this was a real email. Okay. And I had a really nice back and forth with Richard from the DR. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. Great dude, and he was so funny. He's like, I can't believe you wrote me back. I'm going to tell my friends that a famous podcaster. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> meet me in a lobby in San Francisco, yeah. and I will give you some shit. Uh, and then I asked him, too, because I've got some Mormon buddies who did their missions in mm -hmm. the Dominican Republic. And I said to him, that must have been weird. Like, you were there. What was it like when these, you know, 18-year-old idiots with a white shirt and a tie come over to your land trying to tell you he's like actually i'm mormon <laughs> <laughs> and but you know and he went on a mission too oh wow okay they sent his ass out to do, like do columbia send, well i was gonna say they don't send him to like arizona <laughs> no <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> well, maybe some they white do. people to become mormon you know maybe they do <laughs> that'd be pretty cool to send folks from other places back up here yeah so yeah shout out to richard i Two things. One, if anyone else is listening to us on Spotify, I'd love to know. You know, Richard yeah. told us that he listens on Spotify and he's from the Dominican Republic. Didn't share how he jerks off, though, and didn't describe <laughs> his dick. So, look, can't ask for everything. Yeah. Um, we should do a census. I don't remember who I was talking to. Maybe my boy Ned from Laughable. Okay. He, I think maybe he was saying, you know, you guys would be hilarious if you could sue a, like a legit census with all these weird questions. That you That'd always cool. are curious about. Yeah. So maybe I'll set up like a Google Doc or a Survey Monkey or one of these things. Yeah. And if I do, I'll, I'll post about it on our on our website. Uh, let's do one more question, then we'll we'll get out of here. Okay. Pump the brakes, Dan and Eddie. You mean to tell me you guys don't jerk off laying down? My mind is blown. That's the only way I do it. I'd be curious to see the analytics on how many people <laughs> do it laying down versus sitting up or standing up. So pause. This is in relation to, I don't know, a couple shows ago. Mm -hmm. I think I was talking about the smell of certain lotions bringing me back to jerking <laughs> off. And I mentioned standing up or no, or no, you know, it might have been about John G. Man tasting cum. Tasting oh, your own yeah. cum. Oh, yeah. Okay. And fine. I don't know. Um, so, no, I don't lay down. I don't either. Mostly because I'd have to lay down in my bed. Mm -hmm. And that's, I'm not home alone enough or my wife's around. And so I said, you know what? This guy, I don't know if he left off his, his name. 
Nathan. Okay. Uh, so Nathan, I said, you know what? I'm going to do this for Nathan. You know what I'm going to do for the show? <laughs> and for my new best friend, Nate Dog. <laughs> no one's home. It was like a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I, I I thought I might have sex with my wife that night. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't, I had business traveled all week with a colleague. So mm-hmm. I never had time to jerk off. I, I felt like, listen, I'm sharing a, a, a shower mm-hmm. with this guy. Like I remember in college, I shared a shower with guys in a dorm and I jerked off in that shower <laughs> twice a day. Yeah. With, I didn't even care. I mean, I would at least like shush down the cum, you know, and, but you could always tell when someone was jerking off when they, you know, brought lotion or something into the shower <laughs> like that. So I'm a gentleman though. I at least hit it a little bit mm-hmm. and I at least, you know, wished down the jisms, you know, into the drain. Very nice. I tried my best, but when I'm with a guy that I work with, I respected him enough to say, you know what? I know need to be tramping around on my cum in the shower. You know, you wake up in the morning, we shared a room. It's like, who's taking a shower first? I'd say, okay, cool. I'll take a shower. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, he's going to be in there. He's going to be walking around on Dan residue. <laughs> so fine. I said, so the point of the story is I hadn't came in like a week. Okay. And I thought, cool. I bet you I'll get to have sex tonight with my beautiful, beautiful wife. Mm-hmm. I better fire one out of the chamber. <laughs> because especially with me, like if I haven't jerked off in a long time, when I do come, the jizz is like weird. Do you ever notice that like this, <laughs> it's like the, the consistency of your jizz like changes? Like if it's like a lot, I'm telling you. With me, like it's like extra clumpy and odd. Okay. This is not a question That's... I got to get in this survey. Like I feel like how clumpy is your cum? How clumpy is your cum? <laughs> dot com. Dot ag. Dot ag. My clumpy cum. <laughs> My clumpy cum. Dot ag. Buy it. <laughs> is our new social network where we talk about cum. No, but it's, I'd be curious to know, like, is, your, is yours the same every time? Uh, for, or, I, for the most part, I would say mine is. Honestly, from well, no, see, not with me. Mine changes based on the, the, how fresh it is. Okay. So I wanted to get that out of there, and I did. I was home alone, and I did it onto my... I was, like, laying on my bed, and I finished. It, it like, went all over me. <laughs> You know, and then I had to do that weird move where, I mean, I guess I could have like been laying on my back. Just imagine me right now. Okay. It's all I can do. I'm laying on my back with my 10 inch dick, <laughs> fucking Coke can cock. Slapping you in your <laughs> just, face. Just slapping it all over my body. It's fully lubed up. <laughs> and I'm jerking off and I finish and I could have put like a, a tissue over it, which is what I should have done. Mm-hmm. Like an umbrella. Like maybe that's what we that's that's how we make a million bucks. Cumbrellas? It's like a cumbrella. <laughs> like a simple So many good ideas right now. Dude, <laughs> this is this is the episode, Eddie. Where you put this thing on your dick and it's not like a condom, it's more of just a cleaner, easier way to come into than mm-hmm. a Kleenex. <laughs> Kleenexes are so old fashioned. <laughs> hey old man, get out of here with your old fashioned jerking off. I use a cumbrella. <laughs> And okay, fine. I should have used the, something like that, but instead I just let it splay across my chest. Maybe John G style. I was curious if I could shoot it up that far. <laughs> okay. I didn't. But then I'm laying in bed and I'm covered in my own cum. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. And I reached over to the bedside. I grabbed um, a tissue, I'm wiping it off. It, you can't really t- fully wipe it off. No. It's like off my chest hair, <laughs> you know. And it was the really clumpy, weird jizz. <laughs> it's all thick and gross in there. <laughs> And so, dude, Nathan, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. I could never do that again. Does Did he mention if he has kids or anything? Because, I mean, it, mm. yeah, if you if you got a family, I, I feel like it's really hard 
to have the time to lay down and really totally tug one. What a delicacy. Yeah. I would rather play a video game for half an hour <laughs> than exactly than get clumpy cum in my chest hair. And <laughs> um, he he does have a quick little story here, and I'll I'll read that, and then we'll we'll go to our real treat. I got a quick story for you. One time when I was a teen, this is still from Nathan. Okay. I had a bottle I would use to jerk off with. I poured lotion into the plastic bottle and kind of made a homemade fleshlight. It wasn't that satisfying, so I threw the bottle under my bed to hide the evidence and thought nothing of it. Pause. <laughs> this to me, if I had Nathan in front of me in like a couch right now, I would have so many questions. Yeah. Because I think he's making it sound like he only did this once. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Dude, no way. He, I guarantee you he probably fucked that bottle 30 times. And I'm dying to know, you know, did he clean it out? Mm -hmm. You know, when you're a kid, you're hella lazy. Yeah. Did he like come in it two or three times before he even rinsed it out? Like, Lord <laughs> knows what's going on with this homemade Nathan flashlight. Um, so he said, I threw it under my bed to hide the evidence and thought nothing of it. Again, I believe that. Yeah, mm -hmm. Kids are stupid. Yeah. They, they do dumb stuff like that. Me, as a grown man and a professional masturbator... <laughs> I would never leave evidence around <laughs> like that. Uh, he goes on to say, a few days later when I was at school, a carpet cleaning company came to our house and shampooed all our floors. Of course, it means they had to clear out under my bed. And when I got him from school, there was a bottle with dried lotion inside sitting on my dresser. <laughs> the cleaners were gone by the time I got home, but it was still embarrassing because they must have known what the bottle was used for, right? My question for you guys is, have you ever tried to get rid of jerk-off evidence that came back to haunt you? Maybe you have your own bottle story or a dog knocked over a garbage can with a used condom in it, etc. I'm a dry guy, but the pussy ain't dry, Nathan. So, okay, fine. But we'll put your bottle story behind us. Yeah. I, I don't really have any embarrassing masturbation evidence I don't things. Either. I feel like no one's ever really found porn. My parents never found porn or a thing. Uh, I think one time a dog did drag a condom out of the waste basket <laughs> i talked about my dog bingo eating a tampon mm -hmm. which i'm sure was an amazing delicacy and i feel like as a dog too getting to eat your owner's cum <laughs> is probably incredible right sure, master seed. sure yeah <laughs> master salty seed <laughs> i mean seriously for a dog dogs love that shit <laughs> they love it um because dogs are nasty <laughs> you just you just gave me a look like that like i went too far <laughs> or something <laughs> it finally went too far already. talking about a dog Dogs eating jizz come, yeah all right let's get out of here um before uh i have to testify in front of congress <laughs> did you watch any of mark zuckerberg no but i read some of the quotes from from his shit he's getting a raw deal yeah i'm gonna tell you like... right now i watched like a half an hour of that mm -hmm. that dude is, has a hundred percent of my respect mm -hmm. he sat down at a desk in front of 50 old idiots that run this dumb country of ours mm -hmm. and they ask him questions they're 84 they're 74 i'm not trying to be an ageist here they proved how much they don't understand about tech about technology mm -hmm. with the insane questions they were asking him and they were flabbergasted when they said something like one of them said to him uh you know i like chocolate and if i post on my facebook that i like chocolate then i start seeing ads for chocolate <laughs> Are you okay with that, Mr. Zuckerberg? And he said, well, yeah, because people understand that Facebook is free. Mm -hmm. And the way it's free is with advertising. And people overwhelmingly want to see ads that pertain to them mm -hmm. versus ads that don't. Yeah. And then the guy's like, he just totally didn't get it. You could tell, like, 
I I talk to a lot of like older men in my profession, and you can tell when you when someone asks you a question and you start talking and your answer is more than 15 seconds, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I already forgot. <laughs> like, I don't even remember what I asked you. I don't have a rebuttal. Yeah. And maybe that's just because we're all idiots now in our attention spans. But like, yeah, if someone asks you a question and you don't want to give a real answer, just keep talking. Yeah. They'll forget what the question <laughs> was. And the guy forgot. And he's like, well, I heard also that there might be a paid version of Facebook where I have to pay you so you don't use my data. And, and Zuckerberg's like, yeah, you're right. Because if, <laughs> if there is no ads, how can we support a company that has 200,000 employees mm-hmm. for free? Yeah. Like someone <laughs> has to pay, you dumb idiots. And it's your data. And who cares? I don't, just give your data up, man. <laughs> We're not talking about your social security number. Yeah. We're just talking about your name, that you like stuff, your photos. Like who are you to think your data is so goddamn important? Yeah, and I mean, if you're so worried about that, stop doing these dumb fucking quizzes and shit. Like, right. You know I mean? Get like, off. Yeah, Log just, off Facebook. Yeah. This One of these senators had the audacity to say to him, like, Facebook is, is a monopoly, and there's nothing else out there like Facebook. So if I, you can't just quit Facebook. You know, I can't just quit Facebook because there's nowhere else to go. So it's up to you guys to police your content better. They're a private company, man. Yeah. Yes, you can quit Facebook. <laughs> Get your head out of your ass. It was disgusting yeah made me mad and yes the guy's a robot fine he's also you know (laughs) all right i don't even know how we got on this eddie condoms dogs dogs all right uh oh to testify i'm gonna have to testify (laughs) in front of the senate (laughs) because of that let's do a real treat we'll call it a night and we'll get out of here cool is that time again come on Eddie, what is your real treat this week? It is a TV show Ooh. on Amazon Prime, mm. uh, The Tick. Oh, have, have you watched any of The Tick? I haven't. I used to watch the cartoon. I watched the cartoon hundred years also. ago. I never watched the uh, Patrick Warburton. Neither um, did I. One, but this one I, I thought was super entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really funny. It's actually a legit good like superhero tv show okay um but it's just so ridiculous and um yeah it's really well done all right and it's on amazon amazon prime yeah i gotta check yeah, there's so much so much man i know you, you told me to watch atlanta i gotta get into mm-hmm. that i gotta watch peaky blinders there's yeah. like all these goddamn shows Handmaid's Tale coming back can't wait for that yeah um, i'm finding it harder and harder to go back and watch old shows now mm-hmm. because of handmaid's tale and westworld and these shows coming back Oy vey, Eddie. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned the tick in the cartoon. Do you remember a show on MTV in the 90s called, I think it was called Liquid Television? Yes. And it had a cartoon called The Max mm-hmm. and Eon Flux. Mm-hmm. Remember that cartoon with that girl, that oh, badass yeah. assassin girl? They made a movie. They did. Yeah, I never watched it with Charlize Theron. Yeah. It was all right. Was it all right? Yeah, but she, I mean, she's hot, so. I mean, if she, Eon Flux was like, biting people and it's like snm did the movie have any of that stuff not to the extent of the of the cartoon mm-hmm. definitely not i watched that sh- that cartoon way too young oh yeah i i probably jerked off of that cartoon <laughs> probably with your with your cum bottle yeah. uh in your in your little room uh you're totally right i mean yeah she was de- the, the, her outfit yeah. and her hair and that opening scene where her eye catches the, the fly, fly. <laughs> yeah. damn i bet you if you could google that should be on Netflix. 
to oh, reboot Eon Flux on Netflix. Yeah, that'd be the exact great. same art style. Not a not a reboot. I shouldn't say reboot. Like just a continuation. Yeah. I don't want to see a new rendering. I want the same exact thing. And she'd be flying in the air like and her machine gun things were so dope. Yeah, it was awesome. She died in a lot of them, which was really cool too. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. Secondary, <laughs> tertiary real treat. Old school Eon Flux. A-E-O-N-F-L-U-X. It's a great cartoon. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure that... What is the show that you said? Good? <laughs> the Tick. The Tick. I'm sure the Tick's great too. Yeah, the Tick's good, but it's live action. Okay, just you're FYI, right. you're right. Okay. What was that? Sorry, no. Just don't going be sorry off at all. on this MTV tangent. Uh-huh. What was that cartoon with the alien and the guy's head? Do you remember that one? Guy had a giant head, and it was because an alien lived in it. Uh, I think it might have just been called the head. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Someone Google yeah, it. It was so weird. At home right now. Yeah, there was that block. I think it was yeah, Liquid Television, and then yeah, that. Do you, did you remember the Max too? Yeah. That show was great. I bet that's weird as hell to rewatch. There oh, was another sure. one. You're right. Um, I don't remember. I yeah, remember. the head. Now that's ringing a bell. And this is sort of like Beavis and Butthead, Daria. Yeah, and it goes all around that that same time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my real treat is when I went camping. I also did something else. It was in a little town in Northern California called Colfax. Mm-hmm. And unless you live in a place where maybe you don't have neighboring towns, um, my real treat is is sort of vague. But what we did was we went to Colfax and we one day went to town and had lunch. And on our way out, we just drove around the town. Like we went by a bookstore. We went drove by a library. We went and saw a Little League game was playing. So we kind of parked at the park and looked at it. And it was super fun and adventurous and interesting. So my real treat is like, look, just drive an hour, find Mm -hmm. some town, go on Yelp, eat at a weird restaurant, find a little league baseball game like it made me some and i'm not talking about i mean i'm talking about some shit town in northern california yeah like imagine if you could drive to another town but that's what you should do find these little towns soak up some of their culture go to a honky-tonk karaoke bar (laughs) and uh and live a little bit get out of your bubble yeah and then you can go home and watch all your netflix and also if you're a minority just be careful well, <laughs> yeah, I know. Look at me, my white privilege. Dude, that's bingo. Yeah. I'm driving around a town with my family in my SUV without a care in the world. Mm-hmm. Like what? Pull me over, copper. <laughs> what? Uh, someone going to roll into a bad neighborhood? Just me being there makes the property value go up <laughs> because I'm a handsome white man. <laughs> but you're totally right. I was never worried. Yeah. Never worried. <laughs> I remember I went shooting with a couple of buddies when I lived in Reno and they were all white dudes. Mm-hmm. And we stopped at like, we drove out to like the middle of nowhere to go shooting in the desert. Right. And on our way back, we stopped at like this bar that's just on the side of the road and they walk in and it's fine. And I walk in and it's just like, like every, yeah, everyone <laughs> just stopped and looked at me and it was just all like redneck white dudes mm-hmm. just getting drunk in the afternoon. And I was yeah. like, um, I'm glad I'm here with a bunch of guys who have guns because right. if I was and here I by myself, safer. yeah, they're like, boy, you black, yeah, exactly. you Mexican. Like, what are you, boy? I want to know if I'm racist against you <laughs> and like, can I direct my racism at you? Yeah. Cause I'm not really sure. I'm sorry. It's all good. That you had to endure that Eddie, but not me. <laughs> ha ha ha. And I didn't even have a gun. <laughs> all right, dude. Show's fucking over. Uh, let's give a special shout out to BZRK Audio, yes. true sponsor, and of course, mybcasino.ai. Dot 
A R A G A G. I wonder if they're going to listen to this and they're going to be yes. They probably won't listen. They probably did like a shotgun blast and probably. sent a three hundred podcasts, something like this, and they're not going to listen to ours. Um, but uh, what else we got going on? Okay, so for this week, Amanda Hug and Kiss the Sifstery is from episode two one four, and it's called Amazon Hair, and the song is I Love Your Hair by June and Jean Millington. Okay. okay, so that's it. Uh, otherwise, this has been episode 288 of Savor the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Something embarrassing did happen to me, though. Okay. So remember how I was telling you that my wife had this sweet Amazon fake job where Mm -hmm. they would send us products and she would leave a real review for it. Mm -hmm. And we were getting all sorts of weird, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, we got this stuff that is like hair follicles that you sprinkle in your hairline. And it like sort of boosts up what your hair looks like. Like I'm not going bald, but I'm definitely thinning in the front. Of my situation here. I'm showing you. Yeah. Like this little area right in the front of my hairline is not what it used to be. Okay. So they sell these like little keratin plasticky fibers that are almost like pencil shavings, microscopic shit. Okay. And you shake it in your hairline and it really boosts up your hairline. And I said to her, I'm not put, what is this shit? Like I'm not letting you do this. And she said, well, let me do it so I can write the review about it. Sure enough, she threw that in. And I looked 10 years younger, man. Are you serious? I'm so serious. I looked what? like crazy younger. D- did it look fake though? Like- no, it looked really good. What? Yeah, really good. And But I never wear it because why should I? You know, <laughs> to go to school. every And even if when I've done business meetings in the past, I haven't worn it. And this week she convinced me to do it. <laughs> okay. She's all, you got so many meetings just throw a little bit in your hair. I'll do it for you. And don't even worry about it. Does like, it fall out? Like, Well, I thought it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> because it hadn't before. Okay. Like, it never had before. It, like, it, it's, it's not even like... It's like a, almost like a fine powder. Like, it's not wet at all. Okay. It's very hard to explain. It's almost just like, like pencil shavings that are like microscopic dust. Okay. Is the best way I can describe it. So I go to the city, and it rains... and it rains my friend and sure enough it leaked dude i'm I'm a professional businessman eddie and i'm in the city and i look like i'm from like a a a comedy will uh will ferrell movie that's awesome dude so okay did it get on your shirt or anything or were you no i i it was i rubbed it like this like i rubbed my forehead because i knew it was raining and i rubbed it and i looked down and there my hand was black (laughs) And I was having lunch with some girls, and I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then I kind of had like a mini panic attack, and I started sweating <laughs> because nice. I was so worried about it. And I went to the bathroom, and I kind of wiped it off and just rolled with it, and I don't think they knew. Okay. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> It'd be like it's if a... I had a toupee, and it flew off my head. <laughs> Is there a warning on this label, like, don't use in damp weather? <laughs> well, it wasn't raining in Sacramento. 
in the morning and then i got to the city and it was drizzling and i had forgotten (laughs) i didn't have an umbrella and there you are man i'm just a piece of shit you should shave your head man i wish i could i have the ugliest misshapen head (laughs) or i would seriously like you have a perfect walnut very round noggin (laughs) of a head and a great hairline if i shaved my head it's a war zone I need there. to. I need to see it. Have you Have you ever shaved your head? I did. I did it for St. Baldrick's. Oh, okay. I cut my hair for charity to raise money. Okay. Maybe I'll do that again. That's a, That's a noble cause. Maybe I'll do the reverse, where my head's so ugly, you people need to give me enough money so I don't <laughs> shave my so you head. Go, you grow an afro instead. Right. Can you grow a jufro? Uh, not like like Kaepernick or something like right okay. now that like craziness. Okay. It's gets kind of a little curly but not like a quote unquote Jufro. Gotcha. But maybe I'll try. Instead of uh Movember, you should just grow out your, your right. hair. Right. Instead of the year. Yeah. Just grow yeah, my exactly. hair out Instead of for a year. I look so bad. <laughs> so bad. I love your hair. It's turning white all on its own. Well, that's all right. Cause it's all homegrown It's got a mind It's got sense It don't need me It just happens Hanging nice Just like before When I was 20 Playing rock and roll Before computers Before the gap Before Madonna Before rock huh? People say Hey how you been You're looking good But I do think Mike is tripping, or maybe he was kidding, about having an orgasm with a soft dick. Yeah. I've never even heard of that. I th- I think I could have an orgasm with like a, a semi-boner. Right. But I don't think I can be completely soft and, and bust out a nut. No, especially with that little like buttonhead dick you have <laughs> where when you're not erect and maybe it's cold and there's not even a shaft. No. It's just chilling <laughs> it's there. Just, yeah. <laughs> like a little apricot <laughs> in a bush. Well, bush for me, like an apricot (laughs) on the ground for you since you don't have a bush. Yeah, exactly.